0: Hi everybody, welcome to the official first episode of Long Island Ice Tea. Today we're going to talk about Outer Banks, the new show on Netflix. Um, obviously everyone's in the queue and really bored and I've heard basically 99% of the people I know have finished this, ep- this um, series, so we're going to go through it and just some thoughts I have on it. Um, so first things first, um, on Wikipedia, like online Google, the description is a teenager enlists his three best friends to hunt for a legendary treasure linked to his father's disappearance. Okay. So this is, yes, what it has to do with, but is literally just about John B. It's not about his friends at all. Um, but we'll get into that because we're going to go through the characters now. So, obviously, we'll start with John B. So, John B, yeah, sure, he's cute, whatever. But I just have, like, a few things. One, he's legit in nothing whatsoever. And also, all of his romantic scenes make literally no sense. So, like, the relationship with Key that he has, okay, yeah, it's cute. And, like, Pogues can't, like, his other Pogues, like, all right, I get it. But, like, I don't remember exactly because the first six episodes were literally incoherent. And also, I could not pay attention for the life of me because it was so boring. But... His kiss with Key was like so insignificant, also because like we had not learned to love her yet, which I didn't end up learning to love her anyway. So there was no point in like the whole like key relationship. The only point was like to fuel the fire with Sarah. So, John B, legit in nothing. The whole show is basically about him. He's the most selfish person ever. But also, guys, like I'm criticizing, but don't get me wrong. Like, I really enjoyed the last like two episodes, but I did think it was a bit too predictable. And the characters I just could not relate to. Um, Next up in our characters is J.J. J.J.'s cute. People are like, oh, you like J.J. or John B. I'm a John B. gal. But, like, people are into J.J. I don't know. just not for me. But J.J. was, like, fine. He had, like, some purpose. Oh, my God. I felt terrible, though, when he was, like, in fights with his father. I don't want to, like, go into too much detail about it. But that was terrible. The worst thing I've ever seen Um, And, like, he just deserves, like, a good dad, you know? I mean, I wasn't his biggest fan, but I didn't hate him. He was just, like, there. Um, Next, we're going to go to Pope. Pope, I think, was the one I related most to, if we're being completely honest, because I could not picture myself in any single one of these characters' shoes. So, like, Pope was there. He was fine. He, like, had the scholarship. He was, like, the brains, as John B. said in episode one. For the record, I really paid attention to episode one. um, Lightly... Watched episodes like two through like six, and then like nine and ten were interesting, but whatever. Pope was fine. He was there. He has a crush on Key at the end, which was so sweet. And Key is so annoying. She's like, no, stop. Like he's just trying to relax. He's just trying to, like, let her know how he's feeling. And it was just he was she was not, whatever. I'm really not a fan. So Pope, I guess I identify with Pope, except for the fact that he ran out on his interview that was completely uncalled for. And I understand like the whole point of the show was like ride or die friends. And I get that because like everyone wants that, you know, like your ride or dies, like I, I'm there with you. I'm, I'm here for you for it. But Pope running out of this interview, like it literally would have taken 10 more minutes. Also, why did he bring up the gold during his interview? That didn't make any sense to me. But okay, whatever. I was with him till that moment, but that's fine. Next in line is Kate key is really not for me she is I'm not a fan key was not obeying the Pope rules Pope Wow the pogue rules properly and also pogues like they had said like she had a kookier okay like I understand that but like the point of the pogues is like to be like ride or die and like they were all together from the beginning also my issue with key is that the like the um foundation of the pogues is that they have nothing so the so the best thing in their lives right now is themselves like their family like that's what they have going on so the fact that Key like has people to go back to like yes poe has his dad but john b literally has nobody other than his uncle who's what gamble. like i don't even know what he was doing but whatever um and Key has her whole family behind her like her rich wealthy family and listen i get like you're trying to like Be, like, the better person. She wants to, like, save the world. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I understand that. But to fake be a pogue is just not hot for me. Like, in the slightest. I did, however, really like the scene where she's, like, bonding with Sarah. Because I thought that he was really the one. Like, yes, Sarah was being not nice when they were in high school or middle school or whatever it was. Oh, just let's talk about that in a second. But, um... Yes, yeah, Sarah was the one that was not nice and didn't invite her to a birthday party, whatever. Like, I don't really care. But he was being pretty stubborn afterwards. And they were just like, no, like, I don't know. I, like, whenever I get into a fight, like, I'm very confrontational. I just, like, speak to the person about it. She just, like, calls the cops. But whatever. I guess that's fine for Kate. But so once she, she made up with Sarah and once she, like, understood that it was, like, a Sarah John B. thing, not a her John B. thing, I felt a little bit better about her. Except afterwards she ruined it by not giving into um like Pope's crush but then she did so like I'm okay with her she's just like sort of there for me she doesn't really do much except I'm like upset with her background obviously as I've shared um next up we have Ward so Ward Sarah's dad is literally his his back hurts guys because he carried the entire weight of the show there would be nothing without Ward in the show Ward killed John B's dad Ward was after them for the gold Ward faked the like whole Rafe killing the female cop thing like Ward literally made the show happen sure it was John B like being selfish and like I understand that John B wanted to find his dad and all these things and I, I don't know it was just like Ward really carried the whole show along like there would have been no conflict and I understand like that's the point of the show but Ward was not he was like easily the villain like there should have been I don't know something where you could sort of relate i guess he like took john b in which was nice so like i guess i could sort of like him for that i don't know but he was just like off like off his rocker but next is ward's wife she literally does not deserve a name because i don't know it because i literally don't care but she a her hair was weird b she should have been prettier and c i loved how she was ride or die now do i agree with anything that word had to say no but the fact that he confides in his wife for everything, like that was really sweet. How she supported him through everything. Like, I hope that one day, like my husband would be like, okay, you killed someone. Like, where do we move the body? Like, you know that TikTok where it's like, I can't. Like, what is it? It's like, you. Like we, I've I killed someone. Like, let's go get the car. Whatever. It's from Fight Club. Whatever. My point is, I really hope that my spouse one day is as supportive as sicko mode ward's wife so that's really good um so i was like a fan of hers just for the reason that she was so supportive not because she supported like the sicko things but whatever um i also have some like sort of a theory that like she is involved in like the a of it all like for anyone that watched pretty little liars which i'm sure you all did because you're all watching outer banks and that's basically the same thing but um the a type character who like the female cop was talking to. I think her name was like Steve or something the female cop. She was the best. Um but that like character she was talking to that like had the hooks and like was wearing the hoodie. I'm just calling him her whatever A right now because that's the best description I can think of, but I'm pretty sure A is somehow linked to the wife because they like weren't showing them Um, ob- was weren't showing A obviously, but the wife like ward's wife offs but she was, like, super into everything that happened, knew about everything. Like, I understand she was a second wife, but Ward seemed to have confided in her in everything. So, obviously, there is some, like, relation to every single thing Ward has done. Oh, also, how sus that Ward has, like, like prison friends that he, like, ripped off. Like, I'm not going to say it's expected, but it's expected of his character. Um, another character I just want to, like, briefly mention before we get into the, like, like a uh, The meat of the show is that female cop. She was so sweet, and it literally killed me when she died. And, oh, my God, I even forgot to write this down, but we have to talk about Rafe. Rafe is actually psychotic. I should check him into a mental hospital immediately. Now, Rafe, not so cool. Like, I don't know what his whole deal is, like, hanging out with, what's his name, Topper. I'm I'm not sure, like, how cool I would be if, like, I was, like, best friends with my brother's, girlfriend like I don't know like it's just like a weird thing like I understand like an in-law relationship but this was like very different they were like best friends and like they would talk. like what is like what like what do people talk about like when it's your sister like when you're hanging out with your friends like if you're talking about like boys you're talking about girls like you can't do that it's like they're sis whatever Rafe was actually insane and I hated him um and I understand his whole thing like he was escaping his like family troubles with drugs and like I know a lot of people do that and like That's, like, something that people, like, deal with. And, like, it's a really tough thing, obviously. But I think that his dad was really not there for him. And, obviously, that's why he's that, like, he's escaping the drugs because his dad was not there for him. But, uh, I don't know. Rafe, like, the whole gun bit, like, that really not for me. Okay. Now we're going to get into some, like, like I said before, like, meat. Like, some, like, substance of the show. One of them, we'll just go right off about what I was saying about Rafe, was that fighting there was like way too much unnecessary fighting these people like there have been plenty of shows hold on me just get a sip of water there have been plenty of shows where there's like conflict and they fight it out but they don't just like fight it out they more like I don't know it's just like spoken about there's no like physical fighting and if there is there's like one big fight scene now this show is not a show for boys obviously I mean okay I shouldn't have said that it's a show for everybody, but the majority of people watching this are going to be, like, your basic girls sitting at home, not doing anything, like, in the queue, like, watch, like, this is right after they watch The Bachelor, just binging this, like, that's who, that's that's the audience this show gathers, it's, like, rom-com, lovey-dovey with some adventure, like, the majority of people watching this are going to be, like, my type of people, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, but the point is, there was so much unnecessary fighting for the crowd that this show attracted it was literally so unnecessary so I did not like that I oh my god I'm getting the chills now but I got the chills when they were like drowning John B in the fight like that is so unnecessary oh my god oh my god I have the chills but like that was like terrible like why I forget who it was like Topper or Wraith but like actual crazy people like I understand fighting like even if you want like I'm not a fan of it okay and as, as I said like the show had so much unnecessary fighting but the like oh my god, I can't even, like, the way that they were, like, drowning him, and I was, like, like, your dad, like, that's terrible, that's, like, mental and physical abuse, like, I'm not, uh, that's not for me, okay, so that's my thought on the whole fighting bit of it, Was really not there for it, but I should have even said this before the fighting, but I just had to lead into it, like, I just, like, transitioned because of the Wraith, uh, business, but let me just say, my first thought after finishing the series was, when are these people eating? No, 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 like, I'm serious, like, these people like never pee never eat never like okay sure they sleep i see them sleep for five minutes and they end up going to bed at five o'clock in the morning because they're trying to search for the gold so like what are like what are they doing like regular bodily functions i don't understand this also like i get like they're also skinny in perfect shape like i wish obviously and like i guess that's how they're not eating but like you have to do some eating that makes no sense to me but okay so i was really upset with the lack of food also i feel like I don't know, if you're, like, in a beachy area, there should be, like, some cutesy shops. I don't know, I'm just being dramatic, but, okay, so I really disliked how they didn't eat the whole time, but that's also just a me problem, so, okay, moving on. The next part I'd like to discuss is about the gold, like, what the main storyline is supposed to be. So, this whole gold storyline was obviously, like, the main part, like, it's, what did I read before? A teenager, blah, 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 legendary treasure. Okay, fine, the gold. It was, like, manifest... Whatever. Reminded me of Manifest Destiny. You know, like, when we learned about it in 8th grade? Whatever. So. The gold. The gold point was, like, yes, they carried the show along other than Ward. But I understand that, like, John B, like, wants to find this because of his dad. I'm like, I get that. But, like, maybe putting all of your friends' lives at risk, like, hypothetically, maybe is not the best idea. As I stated, I literally could not relate to any single one of the characters. So... I like I'm like so frustrated with this because John B like really is so selfish throughout the entire episode like season and I I don't know like the whole gold thing is really just for him and like I understand his friends are gonna get money out of it but like that's it and like they really could die and hypothetically like what they think is that John B is dead so John B did die I mean in their eyes but the whole gold thing oh my god let's get to this old lady's house so they go to the old lady's house and they're like okay let me just go sneak into the house and sarah obviously kook like doesn't really have like she like really was just like going for it she's like we used to like go hide out there and whoever could get there first I'm like okay you definitely did not do that because you were like raised with like like Everything was handed to you on a silver platter. There's no way you were, like, going to this old lady's house. But even if you were, like, you're what? Oh, let's talk about that for a second. They are literally, what, 16, 17? They're supposed to be in high school. But, okay, we'll get to it. But there's no way that she would, like, know exactly how to do this. And, like, yes, it was sweet that her and Key were doing it together. It was, like, bonding experience, girl time. Like, I get that. But they just, like, would not have the, like, abilities that they – like, in real life, they wouldn't have the abilities that they did – in the show, like, running away from the old lady, and let me just say, I happened to be watching that episode, like, I think it's episode nine, but like, actually in my bed by myself at two o'clock in the morning, and that was the scariest thing to happen to me thus far, um, like, yes, quarantine is scary, but, like, this episode was scarier, not kidding, quarantine is scarier, but, so, the old lady's house was actually so scary, like, yes, John, B, good for you for, like, finding it, happy for you, oh my god, how creepy, oh my god, I'm going the chills again, when, they find the skull, like when he finds the jaw, like that was actually so scary. But when he finds the gold, you're like, oh my god, yes, Mazel, so happy for you. But then he comes up, blah, blah, The old lady is like blind as a bat and that was so freaky, but whatever, it's like fine. Yeah, so I really liked how they like all skipped together. It was like a really nice end of the episode. Like that could have been, not the season finale, but like they could have somewhat ended it there. Then we get into this whole scheme about word. This part with ward could have been literally the entire season like they could have cut out the first like four five something episodes and just made it like what episodes like five to six happen and then like seven to ten could have been the whole show because there was so much unnecessary like uh, the whole ward thing where he was like i'm gonna go on a boat and then i'm gonna try and kill him once he finds out and then i'm gonna try and get the goal like there was so much going on there that it was like two different shows like I think there were like different directors or something once like they found the gold one like when Ward was overhearing Sarah and John B talk that was just like uh, like sure okay I get it like it's a part of the story but like that could have been developed so much more and it would have been a little bit more interesting than them just like searching for like hours and like that like okay I understand they had a setup that the me and police officer, like, the one who worked with the girl, like, the partners or whatever, the guy who was not nice, he, like... I understand they had to set him up for, like, he hates John B. Like, I get that with the whole CPS. Like, I, I'm, I'm understanding. Like, I'm on the same page as them. But there was such a different tone to the show towards the end. I also want to get to another point where this... Like, the time of their life makes literally no sense whatsoever. Like, they... We're like, at the beginning, they were like, okay, there's like, a blackout, no school. Like, okay, but you just said it was summer, but, okay, sure, blackout, no school, great. And then they were like, okay, and actually it's summertime, so you don't have any responsibilities. I'm like, uh-huh. Like, this just doesn't make any sense. They're also, what, like, supposed to be 16 or something? That, I was not there for that with the drinking and the fighting and the, all that stuff. Like, when I was 16, I was actually taking, like, home videos of, like, shows I was gonna distribute to my family and like show them I was a movie star I wasn't going out and drinking like okay maybe I wasn't 16 maybe that was younger but my point is they were way too young for what was happening and also the characters like okay I'm looking it up like Sarah like it doesn't even like she's obviously so not famous that she doesn't have any like info on Wikipedia but I don't even know they don't even give me their ages here Oh my god guys. So I just looked it up and Chase Stokes, who is John B, is twenty-seven years old. Um his birthday is September, so he's literally almost twenty-eight. So I'm just saying he's supposed to be actually ten years younger. No, less. He's supposed to be like twelve years younger in the show. That's crazy. And I know that all shows do this. Like I was, like, a Gleek, you know, like, obsessed. And, like, Rachel Berry was legit 30 when she was in her senior year of high school. And I understand that. But, I don't know. This show was just... Like, I just don't know them well enough to, like, be convinced that they are 17 years old. Whatever. I also just want to give a quick shout-out to the wife of the guy who died in the first episode. Who was, like... He wasn't working with Ward, I don't think. It, like, wasn't 100% clear. But he was, like, on the hunt for the gold also and he had gone out like in the storm like that started the season you know um and i want to give a shout out to his wife i don't remember her name but she was sweet like actually she was so sweet she like goes to the female cop and she's like listen i have some things this is also like keep in mind after she like had found like she had seen her husband like dead like that's so scary like i cannot imagine god forbid but like she goes through it all she like is afraid that her husband dies oh and also let's not forget that she had like trauma a few years ago when she overheard ward and her husband speaking about um what's his name like big john i guess that's also confusing that the dad's name is big john and his name is john B. but while we're talking about names why is his name john B? it should just be john or johnny or whatever but or he should just be called like selfish main character but besides the point so basically this woman has had so much going on in her life and all she wants is like to be with her husband you know like obviously she has this whole like war situation he's like like her husband's out for the gold and like that's really scary you know but like she has this like cutesy little house and like really like is decorated so cute with like all the colors like i don't know i just like love a nice like beachy house like that and she just she's come through the most like in the whole show like, I understand John B. was upset with his dad. And, like, the saddest part was that when he got the tape, he was like, okay, this means my dad is, like, officially dead. Like, that's really sad. Like, really sad. And I do feel badly for him. But this woman, like, has gone through the most in the shortest amount of time. Because, like, her husband died, and then she has to go confess to the cop. And, like, that's a huge thing to do. Like, going to confess to something that she heard, like, a million years ago. Like, she could be in trouble for that. There could be a million repercussions. Her husband is legit not here to back her up. Like, she could be, like put like there were so many cons to her doing that and she still did it for like the goodness out of her heart like just for John B like so Ward would get his like final like hurrah like whatever like we hate Ward, you know, but it was just like a lot for this woman to endure and I'm very impressed that she did it. And the fact that the cop dies, the only one she was able to confide in, like you must be kidding me. Especially because this cop was like she was like with A a little bit and like not really but she was the sweetest one out there and yes she was like looking out for john b and was like i mean looking out meaning like she was being strict with him but my point is she was looking out for him like she was strict because like that's what moms are supposed to do and like john b doesn't have a mom so like he she was like the only like paternal sort of figure in his life she was like get your stuff together cps is coming like she was warning him like she was so good throughout the whole thing as much as people like want to like hate on her and whatever like She really was, like, pulling through the whole time. And the fact that she died was devastating, like, so terrible. As I said before, got the chills, you know, I was really upset. And, like, the fact that the other, like, mean guy cop came over and he was like, who did this? And Ward goes, look at the car. Like, you must be kidding. Like, you're kidding. Oh, my God. I'm not over it. It was terrible. John B., oh, my God. These people are runners. This is another issue I have with the show. If John B. were to just be like, or, like, right after the, um, the boat ride with, uh, Ward, where he, like, tried to kill him, low-key, but, like, high-key, if he were to, like, go to the cops and be, like, hey, I just want to let you know, I just got off the boat with Ward, and I know you totally don't believe me, but why don't you confide in, like, the female cop, you know, like, he loved her, like, they were, like, buds, you know, he was, like, mom, like I was saying, but whatever, he'd go to the her and be, like, hey, listen, bud, mom, like, I just want to let you know this happened, I'm gonna lay low, like, I'm here, like, At the police station, at your disposal, and have it answer any questions you have. Like, I know you'll totally like side with Ward, but like, this is really the only option I have because, like, if we're being honest, guys, the only options he had were: a) go to the police station and confess to what he thought happened, and then fight it out with Ward in court, and like I don't care, like just fight it out with him, or b) escape. So guess what he does, escape, and he doesn't have a normal life afterwards. Like there's no shot of John B having a normal life after his running constantly. He is always on the run. These people are running, 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 running. He gets off the boat with Ward and he's like, okay, instead of owning up or just like telling anybody about something that literally I almost died, I'm just gonna go run away, okay, that's normal. Then Ree shoots the cop and what does the cop say? Run, okay, no, don't listen to her, she's dying. But what does he do? He starts running. Like, this is actually not normal. Obviously, I'm not a runner. I've never ran in my life. Okay, maybe, like, twice. But the point is, this guy is doing enough running for literally everybody. And, like, he should not be. There were so many other options he had. And, again, I really could not relate to these characters. So, yes, my point is, justice for the um wife of that guy who died in, like, the second ep- first or second episode. Because she was doing it all. She really helped. She almost helped John B. And... It really stinks that that cop is dead now because now the whole storyline is like completely like I was getting so frustrated, like beyond because the gold is now in the Bahamas, which we'll get to the end of the story after. But the gold is now in the Bahamas and it's technically in Ward's hands. And that is just not right. Like John, that's John B's. I don't know. I really did not like the whole Ward side of the story. But, like, if Ward just, like, took it from him, like, that maybe would have been fine. But the point that, the fact that Ward took it from him, and then, also, he's gonna, con, con- like, construct this whole thing where, like, his son, the drug, now dealer, let's just say, is now innocent in it all, whilst high and shoot, and with a gun around. But, no, 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 it's John B's fault, even though he's just a runner. But, okay, whatever. So, that woman, just, like, shout out to her. She was great. And... I'm just having a lot of issues with John B. running all the time. I also don't like him running because this feeds into my point more about when are they eating. Because this guy, like, he, something has to be burning off. So he doesn't eat the whole show. Like, actually, the entire season, there was no food consumed. Uh, like, I'm pretty sure. I think in one scene, maybe I saw him eat something. Like, fake eat it. Well, he was a really bad fake eater, maybe, that I just wasn't, like... It didn't stick to my memory enough. I don't know. But it was just really not necessary. Like there was just so much running I was just not there for it and another part I want to talk about is how his day with Sarah was probably the sweetest thing I've seen actually in my whole life and I really I really like them together like I liked how they started off the day as buds and they were just hanging out and that was really nice for me because like you know like they were going shopping I like that I like the code names like that was sweet and then, like, at the end, where he, like, confesses his love. I mean, it was completely unrealistic because, like, boys don't speak like that. Boys were like, uh, okay, huh. But, like, my point is, John B was being really sweet. And I really like the fact that he and Sarah are together now. I like that she's sort of a pogue. Obviously, I have the same issue with her as I do key where they're, like, fake pogs Because, like, they are kooks. And, like, they do have that, like, background. And, like, the key, like, the root of a pogue is to, like, literally be have, like, nothing. But whatever. But she's being sweet about it. You know, she's making it work. So... I'm really liking that day with Sarah. I like how they're together now. I've seen, like, some of their posts on Instagram of, like, fake selfies from that day. Like, ones that they took on their actual phones when they were filming. And, like, they're just really sweet. Um, Sarah's drew hop-dead gorgeous. She has, like, cute little chubby cheeks. But she's, like, absolutely stunning. And John B is, like, a precious gem. So, like, obviously I'm there for it. So, that's really sweet. I just want to talk about the ending also. Um, the ending of this show was completely predictable. I had texted someone, actually, um... Maybe like 13 or so minutes before like the end of the episode, like before I was at the end, like I was in the middle of watching it. And I had said, what will happen? Colin, John B. will die in the storm, but he will not actually die. He will fake die. People will think he's dead and then there will be season two. Now, let me just say, I predicted that entire thing. The only thing that I did not say is that they were be going to the Bahamas, which, OK, I'm telling you right now, like they were going to end up there in season two anyway. So it wasn't really that significant. Now, I'm not kid genius, but like anyone could have figured out that like there was going to be some disappearance of some sort. Like they were going into the like storm and like whatever. And by the way, part of that scene where they're like, Just, so who says it first? Sa- I think Sarah says it or John B, whatever. They were like, I literally could not live. I'd rather die than live without you actually they are copywriting like plagiarism from Shakespeare that is straight out of Romeo and Juliet and I understand it's supposed to be like a cheesy romance and like I guess I was there for it because I'm like the queen of cheesy romance rom-com whatever's but like ripping off Shakespeare like that was a little bit much for me whatever but I really the end of it was like I liked how they did the Bahamas thing that was like sweet they were like sweet in love I liked like seeing them a little disheveled it made them a little more real like I sort of could relate like that's not what I look like in quarantine, obviously, but that's just, like, a little bit more normal to me than them just, like, her jumping around, like, Sarah B in her, like, cropped shirt and cute jeans. Like, that just... Like, she just, like, runs on adventures with John B in a a nice outfit. Like, no. People, like, do nice things in nice outfits. not run... Like, she was literally just running. And then she's paddleboarding in that outfit? Like, are you kidding me? Whatever. Okay, so... Um, that's what I have to say about Outer Banks. I think it was overall really good, despite all my criticism. Um, Maybe really good is strong. I think it was... Okay, I'll say really good. It wasn't really great. It was really good. It was definitely something new for me to watch in the quarantine. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, I'm definitely here for the new material. Netflix is gracing us. Like, like, actually being so sweet to us and releasing all these new things. I just started Hollywood, so we'll see if I'll do a review on that, if it's any good. Um, I also... That's all I have to say about other banks. Um pretty good, you know? Definitely would suggest obviously if you're listening you probably watch. So um so I want to if you guys want to communicate with me, I made in an Instagram account for the podcast. It's at L I I T podcast, so Long Island Ice Tea podcast. Um definitely follow me on there, DM me, whatever works. And yeah, I'm happy to respond if you guys have any Comments, thoughts, concerns, criticisms, whatever you need. Like I'm here for the hate. Bring it on. Haters are my motivators. So let me know what you guys want to hear next, and I'm happy to review basically anything. I'm sitting here in the queue, binging shows like it's my job anyway. So like, whatever you guys want is what I will deliver. So yeah, the the Instagram again, so you can reach out to me is L I I T P O D C A S T long island ice tea podcast um yeah i mean thanks so much for tuning in um love you all the most and yeah i think next we're going to do i think too hot to handle or maybe all american i'm not sure but definitely catch up on like the top netflix whatever shows and yeah just basically keep a look out for the instagram turn notifications on follow me on spotify i'm long island ice tea And yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Bye.